Like I said, I know firsthand what you're going through. First Lady Deborah got comfortable before she began her story. I was born on the church pew. So when you hear folks say, I ain't been saved all my life, well, I have. Daddy was a pastor. Mama was a minister. Me and my brothers and sisters only had three friends growing up. The father, his son, and the Holy Spirit. They all chuckled. So when this fine little New York boy came strolling through the city on business, if you know what I mean, and caught the eye of a preacher's daughter, you know my folks, family, and friends were fit to be tied, but I wasn't trying to hear it. And me knowing the power of God was just convinced that after a month of Sundays in my daddy's church, my little New York beau would be speaking in tongues in no time, getting my folks, family, and friends approval, and change his lifestyle altogether. Did you get him to go to church with you? Loxie was on the edge of her seat. Well, I did manage to finally convince him to come to my daddy's church. And let me tell you, that Sunday was fire. My daddy's message from God had my New York stallion on his knees crawling to the altar, repenting in tears. Girl, I mean snot running out of his nose and everything. I was like Suge Avery on the color purple running up to the pastor talking about, See, Daddy, even sinners have souls. Once again, they all laughed. My folks saw something good in that New York boy of mine that day at the altar. An anointing on him is what they said, a calling on his life, and I was proud. Suddenly, a sad look came across First Lady Deborah's face. Then what happened? He didn't even bother to come back to church that following Sunday, did he? Loxie sucked her teeth. Figures. No, he sure didn't, and I was so embarrassed, so humiliated. Here I had walked around bragging and boasting, shouting hallelujah and praise the Lord, and yet had to walk through those church doors the very next Sunday without him. Where's your so-called saved little dope-slinging boyfriend now? Girl, he probably only put on that show last Sunday at the altar thinking he could get in your panties. Loxie put her head down in shame. She, in fact, had given in to Dawson this past week. She hadn't had intercourse with him, but she had engaged in oral pleasures with them. He had convinced her that giving him some oral action wasn't actually sex. But now that she thought about it, she felt so stupid. She was a grown woman and fell for that little teenage crap. The devil had used Dawson to get her to go back on her word to God. First Lady Deborah rested her hand on top of Loxie's. It's okay she told Loxie, almost as if she had read her thoughts. So what happened to the New York boy? What was his excuse for not coming back to church? Loxie asked. Seven to ten years, First Lady Deborah replied. What? His excuse was a seven to ten year prison sentence. That Sunday night after church, when he tried to tell his people that he was getting out the game, they didn't take too kindly to that. There were some deals that needed to be finalized. He was going to mess up a lot of people's money, but he refused to put off God for the game. The people he was dealing with told him that they'd rather see him dead, so they tried to kill him. They shot and missed. He shot back and killed somebody. He got sentenced to seven to ten years. Oh, gosh, Loxie said. Do you know whatever happened to him? First Lady Deborah chuckled. Do I know? She leaned in close to Loxie. Girlfriend... I married him. Loxie looked over at Reverend Franklin, who was grinning from ear to ear. He stood up from his chair and walked over to Loxie and his wife. 
So you see, Sister Loxie, you do what is right for you, and what is right for you is what God tells you to do. The good Lord ain't gonna steer you wrong. Pray and wait on God. Then you do what He instructs you to do in this situation. Just be obedient and trust in God to do His will in your life, okay?